0: In this episode,
1: um, you know, you you do yoga, you know.
0: <laughs> oh boy, where's it going? <laughs> I do
1: yoga. You do yoga. What? I was gonna say. I was gonna say Kama Sutra. But I was like, I don't know. you break out the the Tantras. Med- real
0: close.
2: Welcome! You're listening to Paleo Cheese Podcast, Episode 16, Part 2. The House of the Devil with Hunter Shea. Alright, so The House of the Devil. This is the, the movie that Hunter picked for us to watch. Give us three. We, we chose that one. And it is a, it's a horror film set in the early 80s about a babysitter who breaks an expensive vase and pays the price? And also, some people get hurt and bleed a little bit. I like I say
0: breaks a vase. That's the turning point. I like that. The breaks a vase. Yeah.
2: Yes. <laughs> uh, it's directed by Ty West, written by Ty West, and starring uh, Margot Kidder's younger twin sister, as well as, uh, let's see, Joc- Jocelyn Donahue. Jocelyn Donahue. Her name. Love her. And uh, Dollar Eyed from Manhunter, the superior adaptation of Thomas uh harris's book red dragon
1: and the guy in costume from that 80s or 90s uh what? version of beauty and the beast
0: tom oh, yeah. noonan wasn't Beauty and the beast
1: no no <laughs> no the guy what? with the bridge of the, the big thick nose dude the makeup was basically the the demon man the demon <laughs> was the guy from beauty and the beast his forehead the bone structure the nose yeah, i thought and i was like movie
0: i'm like look dude it's beast from beauty and the beast i thought you're going with monster squad because
2: tom newton was frankenstein
0: i'm like what <laughs> yeah
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah i was i hadn't seen him in anything and i knew him right away it was it was good to see him because he's just got this creepy demeanor about him and i love yes. mm-hmm. manhunter and oh, so gosh, to see so good, yeah uh, to so to see him i was like oh cool this is this is probably going to be pretty cool so i like yeah. this guy but so uh, you, what what made you uh choose this one you you mentioned earlier that you just love it
0: the, uh, this is probably my top five horror movies of all time really it came out in 2009
2: mm-hmm.
0: i've watched it I, I in 2012 i designated officially online like the month of october is horror tober mm-hmm. and so what i do every horror tober is watch at least one horror movie a month uh, a day so I usually finish around 50 movies for the month and I give out my rating systems or whatever. <laughs> so this has become like one of those horror Tober staples. Like, um, and plus I also watch it during the rest of the year too.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: There's There's with me, movies are about a vibe and there's a vibe in this movie that just totally gets me. Like the, the first time I saw it, I said, how the hell did I miss this? This is like some movie from the eighties. How did I not know this movie existed? Yeah yeah and then i was like oh no this is actually a new movie i mean it's intentionally shot that way it's part of um the mumble core kind of a uh, movie thing i don't give a crap about mumble core a lot of, and i think a lot of people hate this movie because of ty west and mumblecore and this stuff which i i totally don't get
1: what is um, that for for people who may not know including me what What is
2: jeremiah uh, 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 like any mark mark and jay duplass film would be considered you know heavy on the dialogue or atmosphere usually usually dialogue yeah you know a a lot of like uh kind of like you know paddleton is is 100 percent uh mumblecore
0: yeah yeah 20 something's talking about their feelings yeah yeah (laughs) but there really isn't a lot of that in this movie anyway yeah. yeah. Um, but there's there's just there's a vibe. There's an aesthetic. I love the music. I love music that. is
2: great. Yeah. I
0: love the fact that you've got like um, Tom Noonan, uh, Mary Warnoff, um, D Wallace. Like they're in this. these are like horror icons to me. Yep. I love um, Jocelyn Donahue's performance in this puts her in my Hall of Fame. Like there are some actresses that go in my horror Hall of Fame, like Micah Monroe from It Follows. I'll follow yeah, her to yeah. the end of the earth because she did it. Follows, mm-hmm. yeah. Jocelyn Donahue is another one of those because I think she was just perfect for the role. Um, I related to the satanic panic thing from the 80s, yeah. I related to Walkman's, I related to The Fix. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, one thing leads to another. I, love, I, I got that 45 up in my attic still. Um, just everything about this movie just hit all of my horror pleasure points. And like I said, it's a movie. I've probably seen it twenty something times at this point, and it gets better every time I watch it. And I can't say that about many movies, but this is just one of them.
2: It, it is. I. <clears throat> I'll, I'll just say right off the bat, I that I that I did like it. I the music was great. I, you know, the the character. I can't remember the roommate, uh, the blonde chicks. Name. Oh, Greta Gerwig. I, I didn't like her character as much as I did how she was portraying her. She was the lines that she delivered were phenomenal. I thought like, Mm. like I can't remember what lines like, like when she's uh, getting a, a, her cigarette lit from that guy. Yeah. yeah. You know, and and a couple of last lines that she says, I mean, they were just so well done for, for what she was told, you know, you need to act like this, whatever. She just, her delivery was
0: awesome. See, I always hear and that hair man. that's great hair. Yeah. They both her hair was hair.
1: just yeah, stunning. I I I kept saying that over and over, man. Just like I'm
0: kind of missed that stuff. <laughs> oh. And Greta Gerwig, yeah. when I first saw her character, I was like, that's my friend Angela. So I have <laughs> I have a friend who that's her. I mean, to a T complete <laughs> with the look, the affectations, this everything about her was my friend Angela. So I was like, I really I fell for that. And you know what happened to her. That was one of those. Literally scream out loud! Oh shit! <laughs> what <When it laughs> happened? It doesn't happen. Yeah, also.
2: yeah, that was good, man. I, the you know, in the the chick, uh, the Donahue chick, she, um, Jocelyn Donahue is that her name? Jocelyn Donahue, yeah, yeah. She, uh, um, uh, my gosh, she reminded me of Margot Kidder in Black Christmas, or or like a really young Margot Kidder. Yeah, looked a little like from the hair to just her, uh, you know, her very narrow, uh, cheeks, but the. It's a movie, like I mentioned a little bit before we started, it's a movie that I don't know that I can, like I will I'll, I would have to know somebody well before I can say, yes, you're going to like this movie because of the slowness of it. And not just at the beginning, because it does pick up. Once, once they get to the house, it gets fun. Mm-hmm. But then once she's in the house by herself, it slows it down again for another good 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah, but I think it's
0: all impending dread. Because you know immediately, like, this is some freaking weirdo. See, I seem to babysit a, like an old lady.
2: What the hell? I think so, it, I think it's necessary, but I, I think that, I don't know. I, I, I'll I be honest. I was enjoying the movie, and then once we got to that point where she's in there and she's, like, going from room to room and yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. like, checking all the rooms out and just nothing is really happening, I fell asleep. <laughs> Oh, oh no. no, no. And I had so, to... Oh, no. I fell asleep. That's, right like, that's
0: like the stuff I do. <laughs> I, fell asleep I, I, I loved, loved it.
1: He, he loved it because it gave him good dreams. He's exactly. like, yeah, hey, I, I fell asleep, but it was great. <laughs> I, and, then I woke,
2: and then I woke up when uh, the Fix song yeah. started happening. because it, it oh, I love that scene. And I was like, oh, cool. This is cool. She's playing, you know, and she's playing pool. Then I woke up and I stayed up. But when I watched when i got to the end of the movie and i finished the whole thing i went back to see if i would miss anything important in those 10 or 15 minutes not a thing look, <laughs> oh. look here here's what you
0: miss build up you miss yeah, build yeah. up cuz there's yeah. a lot of times when she's going through the house you think something's going to happen and it doesn't yeah and the best way i can describe that george romero talked about the original the thing from another world and he says that whole movie for three quarters of the movie, it's just people opening door, close the door, open the door, close the door. And if you watch the movie, when you when that's in your head, you can't not see them opening closing doors endlessly. And it's all to lead up to that point when they open that door one time and the thing comes out and goes for them. And it right. scares the living crap out of you. So it's just about building this thing where you keep going, is, is it going to happen now? Is it going to happen now? Is it going to happen now? And then
2: it does happen. And you're like, holy crap. I like it when it happens before it gets to that point, because you, <laughs> you, you're <laughs> expecting, I mean, I, I've seen enough, you know, horror movies to know yeah. that, yeah, there's like a, there's like, you know, every slasher has them where they're creeping around with a lantern or whatever, because the lights out and they're checking behind the shower curtain and they're checking another bed and they're going to another room. And it's like a, it's a five to 10 minute little travel And A lot of the victims go through this whole thing. But when you get something that's just like you think that's going to happen, and then they grab you right there, that's when I have a big smile on my face because, number one, I didn't have to go through that. And <laughs> just give me the, the, give me the edited and, version, yeah. man. And you took <laughs> and you took me by surprise. That that yeah. buildup, I understand why it's there, and I understand what it does for some people, but it doesn't do anything for me at all. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm all about the buildup. Yeah, yeah. Like whenever yeah, on know, final I, guys, I mentioned the word edging that drives Jason crazy. Edging. So stop saying that. Yeah. Check Check out you porn. You'll find out about edging. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a whole thing. <laughs> well, but was, you, uh, you can you can apply it to mental things, too. <laughs> you
1: know, I was uh, when I was watching, I'm kind of a little bit with chat on that. However, I thought that the things that they kind of like, yes, insofar as she the primary victim is concerned. Um, it was a long buildup, but there were a couple occasions where something, you know, like the the friend that gets shot. That was a stunning thing. I wasn't yeah. anticipating it, you know, and that was pretty gory. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe even for the likes of Chad, who uh, lamented the fact that uh, uh, Killer Sofa didn't involve a scene close up of a guy sawing his own leg off or whatever, um, you know, and hearing all the bones and the flesh flying but no, but that, yeah, so like that scene, and the scene which I have a little bit of a criticism of this that, you know, there, there's the scene where she walks up to the door and she's about to go in. And it kind of pans over to the right. And when it pans over, you see that there's this uh, sprawled out pentagram on the ground with people, you with know, the laid out. In there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the family in there all totally messed up and everything. Um, but that was at least. At least it kind of was like a little bit brought you you back in.
2: It brought me back in in
1: because it was now I can appreciate to the atmospheric dynamic of it to say like, okay, we're in the world of cell phones, right? So with us, like the idea of being in a house, you just be like, I'm going to turn on a cell phone or whatever. I'm going to call my friend, and I've got my Facebook lined up, and you know, (laughs) you're doing that. But if you don't have that at all, Mm -hmm. and you're in this creepy house. And even if you call your friend on the rotary, right. Mm -hmm. um, That if you do that, uh, they may not be there and you're going to get the voicemail. And then you don't have, you're normally not carrying around some kind of a a book that's got all of your you know, contacts in it. And so unless you memorized all of them, you're going to kind of be like, well, I don't know. What am I going to do now? (laughs) So, you know, Mm -hmm. it kind of forced you back into that world. And I felt that the, the director did a really good job of preserving that almost seamlessly. As far as I can tell that it was seamless, that there was no, that it was as people thought as they acted, even the fears Mm -hmm. being in a house and not being distracted by a glowing device and stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe you would, you know, pull out a huge knife (laughs) and start walking around with that thing. Uh, Exactly. Yeah. 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 That was the beauty of
0: setting it in 83 where you're an Island. Like, if you're too young to know you could be an island at any moment (laughs) growing up in the 70s and 80s any any little thing that happens like my car breaks down in freaking harlem happened i'm a fucking island you know (laughs) so and you're on your own so i kind of i like that aspect and there's something about um jocelyn Donahue's performance as samantha where you really feel for she's a slight girl She's desperate for money. Like they offered her four hundred dollars. Four hundred dollars.
1: Yeah, that's a lot of loot, man. Huge. And she yeah. needed it
0: because a D three. Yeah, greatest woman on earth, D Wallace is offering an apartment for.
2: <laughs> you know, yeah. you
0: need that to get the apartment. Um, I love D Wallace as the
2: landlady. Yeah, the, great in the credits. Um, it, it, I noticed after before every single actor's name, it said starring. <laughs> and, and I thought that was weird. I don't know if anybody else caught that. Yeah. It said starring this person. It's and very it would, 70s. And then it would show it. And then it went next one. It said starring this person. Yeah. And then the next person starring. And then finally at the end, and also starring. <laughs> I thought that was weird. But I, yeah. I did like the credits and I like the way they froze it. And of course, the, the choice of yellow and the font. It, I mean, it screamed late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. But, yeah. It,
0: kind of reminded me of The Sentinel when I saw that. Oh, um, man, I love that movie.
2: Yeah, let me ask you this, Hunter. Um, going going back a little bit to uh, the buildup and how you love the buildup. Let me ask you this: if if the girl who was shot in the car, and we were going to do spoilers, I guess that was shot in the car. That was a an impactful and like like inci- exciting scene. Would you have liked it more if she got out of the car and she crept around the woods for five minutes and then got shot in the head? That's now. That's why I like th- you know. when when it happens when I don't expect it and I'm not waiting for that's what I like. And that's the that's the one that puts the smile on my face. And I'm like, oh, yes. This yeah,
0: is- I don't want her running to the cemetery. I want her shot in the car right there.
2: I almost
1: wish the guy wouldn't have even looked behind the car. It was a it was a it was a misdirection that mm-hmm. the, the guy on the outside that gave her the lighter as he's talking to her, he kind of looks back almost as if you're anticipating other people will come. Right. And I thought there would be others there. And, you know, but I, I kind of wondered, like, what would it have been like if he just didn't have that at all? Cause he, it makes him look suspicious. Right. You know, that he's oh, doing yeah. That. But it's yeah. still, the effect was still there. By you know? the
0: way, both girls ended up getting shot in the head in the cemetery, same cemetery. Yeah. Which I thought yeah. was kind of cool. One lived, one kind of did. <laughs> I don't know if she's kind of want to live. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's she's uh brain dead pizza because of the pizza.
0: <laughs> By the way, speaking of oh, pizza, <laughs> man, <laughs> anytime anybody eats pizza, yeah. it doesn't taste right. Yeah. How the fuck is that possible? Like when they're first in the pizza parlor, uh, Samantha and her friend, she's like, Oh, this pizza doesn't taste good, and they just yeah. drop it for a slice and then when uh, Samantha gets the pizza delivered it doesn't taste right well because for a very good reason
1: did anybody catch the uh and I won't say of course the the name for fear of the the censors on YouTube and elsewhere but uh the whole pizza connection with the satanic stuff <laughs> with abducting <laughs> chicks for sex and stuff yeah, i thought baby. It, it's 10 years early man this is that that programming what a predictive programming dude right they were they were preparing us for WikiLeaks, that's but it was they were saying <laughs> you know do you want pepperoni with that little boy? I'm like, oh my god! The
2: the extra anchovy is a uh, is a yeah. homage to what was that movie? Um, oh,
0: I know what you're talking about.
2: Damn it! Uh, a rom com from the '80s where uh, um, this uh, pizza delivery boy was a uh, a gigolo and lover boy like, or something. I forget the name of that movie. Yeah, Patrick Dempsey, I think, was the guy who played yes. the, the thing, but I can't remember the name. Maybe it was Lover Boy or something, but. And anytime anybody asked for extra anchovies, it meant that he was going to go have sex with this this uh, housewife or this <laughs> what w- this single lady or whatever. And so that is that's what they were doing. They were poking at the that with the extra anchovies because it's the first thing he said. Do you want an extra anchovies? He's like, no. It's like no, nobody wants any anchovies ever. When the guy answered the door, I mean, they were already creeped out, but when the guy answered the door. I mean, there were, he just did so many things. He just planted so many red flags that, that these girls, you know, especially the, can I speak to you alone? It's like, what? no, <laughs> there's no way. If I was a chick way out in the middle of nowhere, no, you can't.
0: You don't understand. Girls in 1983 were tougher than the girls now and maybe more desperate because I, he made the great setup for it. She is desperate for money yeah and it's almost like this guy knew that she was desperate for money it was was like he was prescient that she needed this so he lured her with money and i guarantee you probably nine out of ten of my friends in 1983 would have done anything for 400 dollars (laughs) anything including getting in a cockfight ring (laughs) it wouldn't have mattered
2: what what is the i don't remember the 80s having this uh like stigma against uh, watching old people. Like the guy, the guy alluded to not being able to find anyone who would watch his elderly mother. So he had to lie. Uh, but if you think about it, exhaust, or, uh, babysitting a kid is much more exhausting than taking care of an elderly person. And, and yeah. we're talking about, we're talking about for a few hours. I mean, there was no, nobody had to go in there and wipe her butt and give her a shower and yeah she's just gonna stay upstairs stuff like that so yeah i I thought that was weird that she's like oh no i'm not gonna watch an old person yeah Yeah. well old people are aching
0: because babysitting (laughs) is babysitting it's called babysitting because there's a freaking baby it's also exhausting (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) oh it is my my daughters are babysitters and they've been nannies for years and i watched them I'm probably yeah. never going to have grandkids because they've been nannies and they've been, they don't <laughs> want kids ever. <laughs> so yeah, old people are easier, but they're also, you know, gross. In this movie, in was
2: a, it was a deal breaker for sure.
0: Yeah. It, it seemed so like a, a, an
2: easier job. I mean, you could sit there and if they want to talk, you could hear some old stories about their, their uh, heroic days or or whatever. Just. Yeah, but he fast.
0: advertised it as a babysitter. That, so that's immediately going, What the fuck? Yeah, your mom? You already look eighty. How old is your mom? Yeah, that's my my thought too. I was like, your mom? Wow, How old. <laughs> 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 yeah, I can, I can understand. I can understand being creeped. Out. Look, at age yeah. twenty, I wouldn't want to babysit some old person. I didn't want to even Dude, be around my if,
2: grandparents. If I would have taken that, honey, I, yeah, I don't know hundred. The hundred bucks. If you you said, if you you said, here, I'll give you a hundred bucks. Do you want to watch this uh, four-year-old that's running around, or eight-year-old that's running around, or do you want to watch this old person knitting for four hours? Oh man, give me two old people.
0: See, I think you're looking at it through the lens of a person who's been around a while. When you're 20, you're closer to the five-year-old than you are to the 75-year-old. Okay. So you feel like, all right, we can find some common ground over here. Um. In that exchange also is what doomed her because you almost get the feeling if she wasn't so goddamn greedy, she might have just been able to walk away.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But
0: her desperation and greed is what doomed her to her fate. Well,
1: and you can tell, I mean, she makes some other, you know, mistakes that only a young person would probably make, even at the time, maybe especially at the time, because she dialed 911 and then said it was an accident, but it's a rotary phone. (laughs) <laughs>
2: like <laughs> yeah you don't accidentally
1: make that dial. accident. yeah it's like oh oops i must have accidentally dialed. no you dialed nine one
0: one, lady like sat waiting 30 in. seconds for that thing they keep pop popping back yeah yeah mistake
2: yeah right i mean, the, the, <laughs> I, I noticed too and uh, the guy you know he know at first i thought the guy kept mentioning pizza because i mean i knew that it might have something to do with it but that <laughs> maybe he had a uh um you know um some slight dementia or something like that. But <laughs> it was obvious by the end that it was like some kind of power of suggestion to make sure that, you know, cause that was how they were going to drug her. You know, they yeah, needed yeah, to have that yeah. guy come in there. And so they could do their uh, eclipse, immaculate conception or whatever you want to call it.
0: <laughs> by the way, she holds the pizza wrong. When she gets the box, she holds it like to her chest, like a briefcase yeah, yeah, a pizza yeah. like that. You hold the box straight. <laughs> And didn't even though she look... holds it like that, it's still kind of there. It, it it's funny. She took a knife to cut the pizza slices. They're Damn. already so far apart. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah
2: I saw that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> there's no need for that. Didn't it look like there was a piece missing, or somebody
1: took a bite out of it? I didn't like notice when I, that when I saw the box open up. It was like the pieces were together. You could tell they were cut, you know, and loose enough you could easily pull it. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But but there was this big spot that was like wide open. And my first thought was, dude, did somebody take a bite out of that pizza? Oh, like, I'm going to have to watch it now. You got to watch it, man.
2: Maybe yeah. it's just because it slid it all is. around because she was hugging it like <laughs> Hunter said. Yeah, right. Yeah, it slid around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't hold, never hold a pizza like that. I, I, yeah. I think, yeah, I think she was just so freaked out and it was somehow comforting her. But the, I did notice the, the cutting the pizza scene. And my first thought was, well, why is she doing that? And then I was like, oh, we're supposed to know the knife is still there. This is, you know, that's fires. yeah, that's literally because there's enough of a, there's more
0: of a gap in those slices than Michael Strahan's front teeth. <laughs> no. So there's no reason to draw a knife through them. But yeah. you're exactly right. That's what it was there yeah. for.
2: Did what? What? What were your thoughts on it uh, overall, Jeremiah? I mean, did you like this?
0: Yeah, you really. Said.
2: I, well, here's
1: the thing. I I told you when because I picked this one. Well, mm-hmm. yes. I yeah, it was the kind of the, the, the final three, yeah. Out of the three, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said that I'd seen a preview for it. And I really wanted to watch it. And I thought it was one about a babysitter. And I remembered having seen a certain parts of it. I knew it was a stairwell, right? A banister and everything. That's and, right. Um, you, th- you
2: said, because I hadn't seen it. And you'd say, yeah, I said, I think it was about a babysitter. And there was a pentagram on the ground. I go, are you talking about the movie, The Babysitter? Because that sounds yeah, like.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure. So as I was watching it, right out of the gate, that the whole intro sequence with the credits Mm. is superb man. Like amazing. I absolutely loved it. And I remembered though, it triggered in my head. I said, I have seen this part before because I remember at the time watching it and telling my wife, I might've been really high too the first time I saw it. (laughs) Cause it was like even more intense, you know, and like the nostalgia of it. I was like, man, dude, this is crazy. And, (laughs) but I, it was just, it was awesome. And I even the, the way at the end where at the end of the credits where she kind of turns to the side and it's that still frame with that gritty camera, you know, it's a, the grain on it and the colors of the text and the style of the text, everything. And I was like this and the music. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I oh. loved it. And it made me think of the 80s because it even had kind of that piano that on the one hand is a little creepy but it's also gentle almost like
0: it had like a little synth kind of jeff grace is the guy who composed the music which i yeah i I love fantastic
1: it was awesome and and so i absolutely loved the soundtrack i loved just how how perfect it was about staying true to the form and how it was so seamless that i actually i remember the first time you mentioned earlier chad about thinking how did i not see this before in the 80s or whatever I hadn't seen a bunch of these you know, horror movies, but I'd at least heard of them. And I'd mm-hmm. seen them because I used to go into, you know, blockbuster or family video. And I would run past the horror aisle, but I'm pretty observant, <laughs> borderline photographic <laughs> memory. And so I'm like, I, I could run, but I'm still a blur. I'm like, ah, I see these. Um, right. And the thing is, is that I had never seen it. I'd, I'm like, you know, thinking, man, did I see this as a kid? Was I older? And so... I loved it in that way. There were certain things that I wasn't the biggest fan of, right? Like wondering why, and maybe there's an answer for these, you know, like why was all the hair in the shower? You know, what's up with that? Um,
2: To creep me out.
1: Yeah. And how did the nurse, (laughs) yeah. How did the nurse at the hospital know she was pregnant? And I I found some of these, I have to give credit only because it's hilarious. Well, that they do a test on when you go in the hospital. as a woman. But but back then, you wouldn't have had the same thing because she would have had to be pregnant for a while for it to even be well, in the blood work.
0: Well, that pregnancy was uh, accelerating pretty fast. You know, devil doesn't yeah. really wait.
1: Yeah, devil doesn't but wait. As know. a woman,
0: if you go in, that's one of the first questions they ask you, are you pregnant? And if you can't answer the question, they're going to test you. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll go with that.
1: Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. Um, here's some other ones. And the, the guy, I got to give him credit. It's the wet rat. It's a Redditor. I saw it as a Reddit forum. And it's so it's the wet rat, whoever the heck that is. Okay. Um, but, but it's good. He said, you know, um, what was the contingency plan if Samantha never called the pizza? You know, it, um, why was the guy in the cemetery in the first place? Shouldn't he have been waiting near a landline? You know, things like that. Or um, let me see here.
0: You know, that the oh. landline's a good question because she calls yeah. obviously him on the other end of the phone. And there yeah. are no cell phones back then. So yeah. where was he he's, talking to her from?
2: He's waiting around. Yeah.
0: Was, do you like, wonder if he was somewhere uh, else in the house?
1: I've I've wondered that. I've wondered if he's actually the one upstairs because it never shows the person up the thing. It shows, you know, after she is drugged out and falls asleep, that's right. when you see the beast, right? That's when it you see It could be him. like when
0: a stranger calls.
1: He's been in the house the whole time. The whole time, you know, and maybe you know, so that was kind of weird. Um, and then they said, yeah, the family gave Samantha free reign to explore the house full of dead bodies, uh, satanic ritual circles, and at least two of the rooms without any monitoring or supervision. That was a little strange. Um, and the, mm-hmm. the one thing that I would personally say beyond this list that I would criticize is that, um, and and I may have to Walk it back a little bit, but to say careful,
2: you're ruining Hunter's one of the hunters. Feeling? Oh no, I can't. You couldn't ruin it. It's impossible. I can't He's sold out.
1: He's in. So, <laughs> but the, the fact that there were that there were three, and I thought, you know, if it was like you know hereditary where you've got a freaking cult, right? um But there's three people, and this demon guy, right? Now at first I thought, well, that's kind of tacky. You know, and that she get, breaks away and somehow is able to break away from three people and a demon. Like, I thought that was fantastical. But then it made me kind of think, and I said, that's actually creepier in a way. Because then it's maybe like a family in a house. You know, mm-hmm. like, it, it, it's not like a big group. It'd be easy to spot, like, large numbers of people. Somebody's going to give a cue that is like, whoa, what's this crap? Right? But three people, That's a that's a small group, dude. You,
0: you <laughs> and- can keep that on the DL
1: you can exactly man and so i said in a way like if my first impression was that's you know ridiculous and it wasn't it was kind of um what is it man it's a, uh, it did it didn't it wasn't a bang for the buck you know i felt like i was expecting this large group and right. i thought well that's a little bit weird um but yet on second thought i realized that's actually a little bit scarier especially in the the mental framework that the beginning of the movie provides by saying that this is an unexplained story. Uh, this is something that's never been fully figured out. Like it's a real thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's got that at the beginning of it. And so if you're kind of playing into that, it makes it to me, maybe even scarier than
0: a large group. Yeah, no, you know, I totally get that.
2: You, you keep referring to the thing at the end as a, as him or beast. I always just thought it was a witch.
0: That's funny because I thought it was a a him demon. I, I wasn't yeah. sure. I'm not sure. I, I just thought it was a, a really good cool way to
2: show an old lady rather than just like the big hook nose, you know, a witch. And that she was um had dedicated her life to this this thing to the point where she, you know, emitted this uh evil. I mean, they needed her blood. But I mean I never even for once considered that it was uh not. I, I just this whole time I'm thinking, oh, the, this is the mom. This is the this is the leader of the whole thing. The beginning the the so, beginning, you know. It could be Pat from yeah. SNL.
0: Oh, anything no. you
2: want it to
1: be. <laughs> <laughs> Which is maybe more terrifying than <laughs> Yeah, the, the androgynous monster, you know. Oh. that's that's a cool spin, man, to think about it because I kind of thought it was a man, you know, in part because it reminded me of the beast from Beauty and the Beast a little bit, but also because afterward, uh, the the guy out in the cemetery, right, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. he's he's basically saying, I'm his messenger. He chose you for this. But my, so I'm like, oh, it's obviously a guy. However, the wife is looking out the window, speaking to, using a masculine term, talking about Lord, right? Saying mm-hmm. basically, you know, uh, speak to me or listen to me or hear me or whatever. And she's communicating and that's not to it doesn't appear anyway that she's communicating to the witchy demon like figure. Right. Mm-hmm. So maybe, you know, the messenger is a messenger of a spirit. Right. From a spiritual realm. And that that person is just simply a conduit or a representative like a witch. Yeah. You know, that's how like I that.
2: that's how I mm-hmm. saw it. And yeah. originally yeah. they were just so manifest with the evil over the years or whatever. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It distorted them. I, I didn't, not to say it wasn't uh, some kind of creature or weird demon or something, but yeah, I just took it as uh, a cool looking witch that didn't look like most witches do, even mm-hmm. though it had that weird kind of puffy forehead and weird set eyes.
0: Yeah. See, at that point, my investment is in Samantha. So I really, it's like any monster thing. I, the monster is secondary. I mm-hmm. really cared more about her and tied down and covered in blood and terrified. Yeah. And how do you get out of this? And you're alone. So that's that's where my emotional investment is. So it could be whatever that family could be, whatever they want. They're satanic motherfuckers. And uh, they're out to put the demon seed in her. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. they do.
1: There's some real weirdos. Isn't that what she calls them? She says, yeah, there's a lot of weirdos. And he's like, yes, there's a lot of weirdos. I thought that was eerie. <laughs> you know, like he's kind of admitting in a way, like with a serious face, like, yep, yeah, well, that's
0: us. Look, this you is know? why I never let my kids babysit during an eclipse.
2: <laughs>
0: and I love the fact that like that newscaster at the end says, talk about like scientists are baffled by how the lunar eclipse ended so quickly. Yeah, Like it defied physics and, and space and time. Like Why? So I thought that was I'm like all right so this is this isn't made up. This isn't crazy people just uh howling at the moon and shedding some blood. This shit is real and unfortunately it's in her body now. Yeah. She's become Rosemary.
2: Well, I I personally uh thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm glad you I I've seen it on um you know, I've seen the thumbnail a lot and originally I thought it was a uh, an old movie that I because it's that's what it looks like at first when you just glance yeah. at it. I thought it was an old movie that I'd never seen before. And then I'd heard about it only by name. I didn't know anything about what it was about. Uh like I mentioned to Tim today that that we were going to talk about it tonight. Right. And he's like, "Oh, I love that movie." But Tim's really? a one for any me anyway.
0: Dude, I I've known him for years. I can't figure so, him out at all. So I thought he'd hate this movie.
2: He's <laughs> so he's not from what I do know. He's not Somebody, I would say, you got to go see this movie, um, or anybody that doesn't like any kind of like uh, slow burn. If somebody didn't like uh, some of the stuff that I liked this year, like um, uh, the Beach House, I really, really liked mm. uh, yeah, the first half probably more than the second half. But if, if if somebody's doesn't like that or doesn't like, I saw another one. What was it called? The Rental. The Rental yeah, I, like that movie. yeah. Uh, I liked it too again another slow burn <laughs> great movie and see and... this
0: one i'll i'll recommend to everybody like this is one yeah. of those, hey what should i watch the halloween watch house of the devil because i figure even the normies might like it because it's not too upsetting mm-hmm. they can maybe get into it if they don't like it they don't like it but i've been preaching this movie forever yeah. So it's just it's in my blood at this point. This and the innkeepers, I love both these
2: Ty West movies. That I need to see. Yeah, that that I've been. Uh, somebody mentioned on Twitter, and I, it may have been Jack actually. That's a
0: slower burn than this movie, yeah. but yeah, the performances are so riveting, and the soundtrack is amazing, and the setting. You, you just
2: it's great. I love slow burns. That doesn't bother me at all. Mo- movies like The Beach House or The Imitation. Um, I-, I love that that mysterious tension where I don't know exactly where the horror is coming from and mm-hmm. i don't know what to trust you know and, and i'm just enjoying the characterization and, and the development of dude of come it. to my house at horror tober we'll
0: watch the innkeepers together it'll be on the tv <laughs> mm-hmm. come away everyone's yeah. invited yeah. <laughs> it's all good mm-hmm. i now um, I, what i do is i put the tv in the yard so we do like driving in the yard thing yeah. So you got the TV, I put up the tents and whatever, and we just sit outside and watch uh movies out in the yard. So I'm sure we'll do this all until it's too cold. Yeah.
2: Jeremiah, you gotta you get you're gonna give this like a rating rating, or are you just gonna No, you
1: I you know two, I, thumbs up, two and a half to <laughs> yeah, two and a half, you know. Uh no, there was actually something that was said. By a person, I I don't even know how to pronounce it properly. I'm probably hacking to pieces, but uh, Pajiba, P A J I B A dot com. And I thought that it was really well. I thought it was really good. And it actually sums up my thoughts about it. It said, it's not a homage, spoof, or parody of a certain subset of early 80s horror films as much as it actually is one of those movies. If you've heard nothing about it and picked it up casually at a DVD store and watched it at home, You may never realize that it's a 2009 movie and it certainly shares nothing in common with its contemporaries, with their big chested squealers, buff heroes and Rob zombie soundtracks. And I thought (laughs) true, you know, yeah, that's great. I thought it was great. Yeah. I thought it was really good. And, you know, in spite of the slow burn, which, you know, I'm not, that's not a, a deal breaker for me. And in spite of, you know, my original impression of the three people and the monster uh, or, you know, some of, you know, any of the other things that I could be critical of the question, you know, as to, you know, why was, why was that guy out in the cemetery or whatever? I enjoyed watching it. I did not fall asleep. Um, that's yeah. one thing I can definitely say. I did not that fall asleep one thing over it. Chad. Jeez. One thing over Chad. Yeah. I didn't fall asleep and, and I liked it. It was a, you know, but it, at the same time, and part of it is because, you know, I'm, I'm a religious guy, right? I'm a devout Catholic guy and so there may be people that i in my social circle that i would not be like hey watch this movie you know what i mean but yeah. at the same or that they might not be into that kind of horror and stuff like that
2: but it gets it's a not, little gritty at the end
1: yeah but it's not For one sure. that i would discourage um, and you know i wouldn't be like don't watch that it's yeah. you know it sucks no way and so mm-hmm. i i enjoyed it i love the soundtrack i mean it's i like it in a different way than i liked it follows you know,
0: mm-hmm. it, oh, the It Follows soundtrack is my that, favorite of the. That's a much
2: years. more chaotic yeah. soundtrack, yeah. Though too.
1: Yeah, it's exactly, and so, you know, it's a different thing, and it's it's a it's a modern thing. In fact, I feel, um, even though it has a retro feel and sound to it, it's still mm. video game esque, right? Um, and so, uh, this was different, but I loved it. I loved the style of the clothes. I loved the throwback to all of the things. So there. I have very little, very little to say. That's a criticism of the production of it, the acting in it, or anything. And so, it was definitely enjoyable. What about you, Chad? What did you think about it, man? Other than falling asleep, you know, when you were awake.
2: Yeah, you when think? you
1: were when you were awake. What were your thoughts? And maybe, maybe even while you were sleeping, what were your well, thoughts? Well, I mean, I I think I
2: <laughs> I think I just went all, over all of that. I I mean, I I really really enjoyed it, and yeah. and I'm glad that Hunter picked it. I. I don't know that I have any criticisms other than the, the, you know, the nap inducing part. Uh, I kind of understand it, but I, I wonder <laughs> if there, it couldn't have been done a little differently to uh, keep me engaged, but it was just like, um, like I said, I'm not, I'm not a fan of the, the I'm a fan of slow burn, but not of that, that particular type of um, predictable buildup, I guess. But other than that, um, yeah, I, I, I liked it. It had, had great practical effects. Uh, seeing Tom Noonan in it was pretty cool. And the soundtrack, of course. And just, I'll take anything that's set in the 70s or early 80s, man. I mean, that's when I grew up. You know? Exactly. Nostalgia. Hitching so, the feels. But yeah. But so, Jeremiah, was there any kind of like moral that you pulled from, you know, any kind of lesson learned from watching this movie?
1: If you're ever in a situation like that, number one, you if you're if you're asked to babysit grandma make sure you at least see her first <laughs> like <laughs> she might be a crazy demon figure you never know mm-hmm. uh if you're going to check rooms and one of them you know you kind of look at and stare at for a long time go with your gut and look in there cuz there might be a dead family in the shape of a pentagram um but also very true you know in the play on uh, drafthouse.com talk on the phone Finish your homework, watch TV, and do your damnedest not to die. Okay, and you know if you're going to solid
0: advice, I tell this to my kids every day they leave the house.
1: Yeah, that's just what it is, and so that's that's mine. Now you know, I know that the the viewers they've they've been anxiously awaiting yours. Um, As we've said many times, you have a very elongated process. Of fleshing this out, <laughs> we can't help but to laugh. It's an inside joke. Oh, so the uh, we'll, we'll tell the elongated process joke sometime, and people know what the heck. Why we keep using that phrase? But um, you know, you you do yoga, you know. <laughs>
0: Oh boy, where's this going? i do
1: yoga. You do yoga. I was what? gonna say I was gonna say Kama Sutra, but I was like, I don't know. You break out the, the Tantric meditation. He, he breaks out the tantric meditation music, dude. The four four thirty-two hertz and everything, and really gets in his own uh when he's processing this in his calculations. So what what did you when you came out of that cave of illumination? Uh, what was the lesson that you gathered about this movie?
2: You know, uh, there are all kinds of lessons to learn from this film. Um, for example, if you, if you get a call from some creepy John Malkovich sounding dude begging you to babysit, hang up, you know? Yeah. If, if Move you, on. If you show, but if you don't and you show up to his house and the creep factor goes uh, way up even more, uh, bail. Yeah, and, but By the I way, you if love- you get a phone call from a dude on a payphone. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> really run.
2: Right. Yes, exactly. And <laughs> but I think the most important lesson here is uh that old people need assistance and they should be able to get it without feeling like they're putting someone out. Uh except for this woman, that bitch was crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Completely.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: Oh, dude, you spent a long time in Illumination Cave in order to get. There. I, I did. I yes, did. you did. Uh, you, yeah. yeah. Many,
2: many, many lessons learned.
1: Yeah. So many, <laughs> many downward dogs and upward facing dogs, and that's right.
2: Things like that. <laughs> tell us, tell us how they can go, uh, follow us, and in, in, uh, validate us by clicking on various things, and yeah, yeah, stalking us, Jeremiah. Yeah.
1: Well, and in to to give us their opinion on this film, you know, and let us know what they thought, you know, cause mm-hmm. I, we are always interested in what people have to say and different people who've watched it and
2: perspectives
0: and everything. If you don't like it, I'll fight you.
2: Yes. We'll have, <laughs> it a, we'll have it out. Was it yeah. a witch? Was it a witch or was it a, a beast man? That's a
0: great
1: question. Was it a, was it a woman? Was it a man or was it androgynous Pat? That is the yeah. question. And you can answer that question in multiple different ways. Um, You can find us online. We're on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, although we've been kind of inactive on that. It's kind of like a little bit of a ghost town, a little sadly so. But um, uh, you can find us at Paleo Cheese. That's (laughs) P-A-L-E-O-C-H-E-E-Z-E. Paleo Cheese. Um, And then you can also email us again at Paleo Cheese without spelling it out again uh paleo cheese at gmail.com we're on um itunes we're on Acast. we're on uh spotify we're all over the place and so you can you can find us all over and of course on youtube we're paleo cheese podcast we've got that really cool logo now uh so if you see two guys with beards looking kind of wild with uh the what's the name of the twins man grady twins yeah, the the Grady twins, their their dress, the <laughs> nice blue dress and everything. Then you are at the right place. Uh, that's definitely us. So make sure to check that out and make sure to post a comment on what you think on whether the beast at the end, the crazy monster-looking person or creature, was it a man? Was it a woman? Was it kind of a pat-like figure? Pat. Or is it something? <laughs> yeah, Pat? <laughs> or is it some kind of alien? What's your thoughts? We'd love to find out. So make sure to uh, let us know and share it everywhere you go.
2: And Hunter, where can they stalk you at and read your fine books like Slash here by Film Tree um, Press? I can give my home address. No. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> go to huntershade.com. It's everything's there. That's the links to my books, my blog, my podcasts, everything. So one convenient space for everybody.
1: And we'll have that in the description below.
0: So, and we'll also have it
1: in the pinned comments. So, make sure when you go in the comments section to answer the question that we'll go ahead and we'll have a link uh, there for him. Uh, we'll and, also have. And that's on the, the that's on
2: the YouTube. If they go to YouTube rather than just listening on Spotify, is that what you mean?
1: Well, we can we can make it on both. I mean, we're, we're very talented guys. We can. iTunes, do Google
2: Play, yeah. Stitcher.
1: We can make this happen if we don't fall asleep. If we don't fall asleep, so I'll take care of it because chad takes naps chad, <laughs> Mid, midday and night sit time back and close
2: practice. your eyes <laughs> and go and go check out monster Man with uh yeah. jack and hunter and as well as final guys with tim yeah. and uh jack and hunter and jason Podcast, it's all about man. fun man lots of fun on there
1: yes well it was great getting to meet you there hunter I'll also oh, meeting like you. you yeah man
2: and now i'm gonna be stalking chad
0: yeah. Let's See how many more podcasts we can do together,
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dude. Dude, I'm I'm just waiting for uh, Tim to break his ankle or do something uh, wonderful that I can come on there and. and What'll happen a little is bit. he'll
0: get his hair like sucked into the hair dryer and can't do the show. So then we'll have you on there. Although it might happen to you too,
2: so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs>